Would you stand in reverence as we read from the Holy Scriptures this morning from Isaiah 40, beginning in verse 21. Have you not known? Have you not heard? Has it not been told you from the beginning? Have you not understood from the foundations of the earth? It is he who sits above the circle of the earth, and its inhabitants are like grasshoppers, who stretches out the heavens like a curtain and spreads them like a tent to live in, who brings princes to naught and makes the rulers of the earth as nothing. Scarcely are they planted, scarcely sown, scarcely has their stem taken root in the earth when he blows upon them and they wither and the tempest carries them off like stubble. To whom then will you compare me, or who is my equal, says the Holy One? Lift up your eyes on high and see who created these. He who brings out their hosts and numbers them, calling them all by name, because he is great in strength, mighty in power, not one is missing. Why do you say, O Jacob, and speak, O Israel, my way is hidden from the Lord and my right is disregarded by my God? Have you not known? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint or grow weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the faint and strengthens the powerless. Even youth will faint and be weary, and the young will fall exhausted. But those who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. May these words lead us to the heart of God. These words from Isaiah are written to exiles. The Babylonians from the east have come and conquered Jerusalem and Israel and taken captive any and all they wanted and taken them back to Babylon. They are a weary and worn out people. Isaiah is writing these words to encourage them. The text is about strength and power and the source of such things. Which as you read through Isaiah, you realize must be in short supply as they try to endure this time of captivity, time of being conquered by a foreign power. These words of encouragement, talking them up, if you will, apparently were much needed in their time, but I think they're relevant for our time as well. Even though we have not all been taken captive and taken to another country and being held in exile. I would imagine all of us have had a time where we felt overwhelmed, where our lives seemed out of control, where things were happening. We were thinking, this should not be happening to me. And those times, often the next question is, where is God now? Where is God now? Where is God when I'm in these times of turbulence or travail or trials? Is God here with me? Is God helping me? This author, Isaiah, says, Have you not known? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint or grow weary. 
His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the faint and strengthens the powerless. Isaiah wants his people to know even in exile, God is with them. Even though they're going through some terrible experiences that God can sustain them. I remember when I was pastor at First United Methodist Church in Enid. One of the pillars of the church, maybe the pillar of the church, was approaching her 100th birthday. Her name was Helen Cruz. She could no longer come to church physically, but she was still mentally very alert. So I got someone with a video camera and we went to her house. I wanted to interview her so we could share part of her story on that Sunday. It was going to be her 100th birthday. I talked with her for a couple of hours. She was a remarkable person coming to Oklahoma in a covered wagon. She had lots of stories to tell. But one of the questions I asked her during the interview was out of these 100 years when did you feel closest to God? And without hesitating, she said, oh, that was when I was young. We've not been married very long. I was pregnant, gave birth to my first child. We named her Carol Lee. And then the doctors came and told us she would not be with us very long. She was with us for six weeks, Helen said. And when we had her and could hold her, it was wonderful, but it was hard. But God carried us through. That's when I felt closest to God. At one of the darkest times in her life is when she felt God had come the closest and carried her through those days of grief. Isaiah says, But those who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. The God of the cosmos is also a God who takes a personal interest in you, Isaiah says. So when you're in that dark place, when you're in those days of struggle, wait for the Lord, Isaiah says. Watch for the Lord. Look for God to be with you. This ancient prophet, in the midst of his people being conquered and carted off and held in exile, is proclaiming that God is still with them. That they can still count on God. This ancient prophet shares this good news that no matter what's happening in your life experience, God will be with you. Yet, for those of us who have been through times of trouble, we all know that sometimes in that turbulence, in that struggle, in the suffering, in the despair, in the depression, in the disappointment that can sometimes overtake us, we need someone to remind us of this kind of news. That God is there and God will be there. I don't know if you saw the story about this young NFL player who collapsed on the field during Monday night football. 
Mary and I were home that evening watching television. We'd watched another program. She was ready to go to bed, and I said, I'm going to flip over to the game and check the score. And flipped over, and what should have been the middle of the game, no football was being played. The coaches were out on the field talking to each other. The commentators were trying to explain what had happened. I could tell everyone was confused. And then the camera panned to a player on the field. And then they put him on a stretcher and loaded him in an ambulance and took him away. I didn't know what had happened because I hadn't been watching. I had to go look up to see what had happened. It was just a regular football play. This guy had made a tackle, stood up, and then all of a sudden just passed out and fell straight back. We only found out later he was in cardiac arrest. They had to revive him on the field and again in the ambulance rushed him to the hospital. Nobody was sure that he would survive. It was such a trauma to everyone. They suspended the game. They didn't finish the game because everyone had that sense that something's not right. This shouldn't be happening. Well, he's been in the hospital for a few weeks now, but just this week, he spoke for the first time publicly. He did survive. He is awake. He's up and about again. And he had this press conference where he thanked a lot of different people, those who had done the medical interventions to save his life, the hospital personnel that had taken care of him in a couple of different hospitals, his mom and dad and brother and family who had given him emotional support. The Buffalo Bills was the team he played for. He thanked the fan base. He said, I felt nothing but love and encouragement from all of you. He said these words, ever since I became a Buffalo Bill, it's been nothing but genuine love and support. Not even for me, but everyone's situation. With this happening to me, I didn't feel anything short of the love. And it really helped me stay encouraged to get through the toughest moments and the toughest times. I really can't thank you enough. I think you can hear how the support from others was a real encouragement to him it's true for all of us to have others reminding us in difficult times that we're surrounded by others who love us their support with us but he didn't just stop there he also spoke about his faith interesting phenomenon happened while he was in these early days where people didn't know if he would survive or not he had set up a foundation to help kids and youth in the community where he had grown up People began to send donations to the foundation as a way to support him. In just the last few weeks, nearly $8 million has been donated to his foundation. He spoke about that as he thanked the donors. He said, this is just the beginning of the impact that I wanted to have on the world. With God's guidance... I will continue to do wonderful and great things. I couldn't do this without any of the support and the love. What happened to me on Monday Night Football, he said, I feel is a direct example of God using me as a vessel to share my passion and my love directly from my heart with the entire world. And now I'm able to give it back to the kids and the communities all across the world 
who need it most. That's always been my dream, he said. That's always been what I've stood for and what I will continue to stand for. In Hamlin's darkest hour of his young life, he senses God at work to bring him through and show him the way. Damar Hamlin, this young man who's had such a traumatic experience, is not focused on the terrible thing that happened, but the wonderful things he believes God can help him do as he goes to the future. It's a change of focus from being, what am I worried about or what am I scared of, to what is God doing and how can I cooperate with God? Isaiah does that for these people he's writing to in this text today. He gives them these words of encouragement, these words of faith to look for God, to watch for God. At their best, this community of faith, these Israelites do that for one another as well as they walk through these difficult days. When we go through dark days, when we have struggles in our own lives, when we're not sure if we can go on, when things seem to be out of control or overwhelming or we're thinking this should not be happening, Isaiah says, look up, remember, God is the creator, the everlasting God is the creator of the universe and is here with you now. Isaiah proclaims, Yahweh, my everlasting God, is there and will be there. He reminds them that those who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint.